Welcome to 52 Weeks of Flow. This is a moving river podcast hosted by multifaceted entrepreneur and transformational coach Bia Marie Anin. In this podcast, we want to help you discover the concept of flow and show you ways to get into flow and how you can keep your life flowy. Hello, 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 and welcome to 52 Weeks of Flow, where we talk about all aspects of flow in our lives, how to create it, how to maintain it, and how to access it whenever we want. If you like to support the show and learn more about what we do at Moving River, you can check out our website, www.movingriver.com, or check out www.superwoman.coach for our Superwoman training and circle. You can also find us on Instagram at moving underscore river, or you can find us here, right here, right now. How convenient, right? A lot of people suffer from blocks. Writers sometimes have a writer's block. Musicians pick up their instruments and nothing flows. Artists have an artist's block. They pick up the brush, but the canvas stays white. Content creators try to create content, but what comes up is just the chirping of the crickets. I remember I sat down at my laptop to write, to create content, or, or something for a project, and nothing came up. It felt like the silence in a nunnery. I knew I should be writing, and I was able to write. I had the time and space, but I wasn't writing. And I told myself, you cannot force creativity. You cannot force intuition. Intuition comes when it comes and the muse will kiss you when you are ready. Or maybe I just don't have the headspace for that right now. Well, there's a lot going on, so no wonder nothing comes up. Have you ever experienced something like that? Have you ever given in to that kind of lie? Yes, that is a big fat lie. We are not bound to the uncertainty of an ever-changing time frame in which creativity comes. Nevertheless, we are creative beings. We can create that headspace and that time frame for ourselves whenever we want. Let's take a step back and let me ask you this. When do you usually get the best ideas? When are you most creative? When I ask those questions at workshops or seminars, most of the people tell me that the most fantastic ideas come to them while taking a bath, taking a walk in nature, when they're driving, when they're gardening, or when they're sitting by the water. What exactly happens in those moments? It's a sort of downtime. Why do we get fantastic ideas during those moments of downtime during the day? Well, these are times when our mind slows down. When the race car that is our mind slows down from 250 kilometers per hour to 30 or 15 kilometers per hour. Undistracted during those downtimes, the mind has a chance to calm, find clarity and the headspace needed for creative thoughts to spring. Something else is happening. Because we let our mind wander, we are taking our foot 
off the gas pedal and through that stop trying. We're letting go of doing and don't make an effort. We are so used to doing, doing, doing things all the time, ticking things off to our to-do list that the mind becomes so focused but narrow and limited and is lacking the spacious quality for creativity to flourish. Freeing the mind from its usual controlled, limited thinking state, it begins to behave differently. It shows us what it can do when not bombarded with thought and how it feels when it has the space for creative thinking. Using downtime to unleash creativity can work. And sure, when it does, we can see the potential of the mind that has some space. The problem is, it's a little hit and miss. We can't guarantee that taking a bath will give us that inspiration we need, or a drive will instantly increase our levels of creativity. However, what if I told you that this downtime not only gives us more headspace and clarity, but it shows us the door to our creative library? Remember I said in the beginning we are creative beings? And as such, we have unlimited access to creativity. It just depends on how you have trained your mind to operate. Did you put walls around your creativity? Is your creativity an open playing field? What does your intuition look like? Please close your eyes for a second. Not while you are driving or handling heavy machinery, of course. Pull over, turn off the machine and close your eyes then and tell me what your intuition looks like. What color does it have? Is it a narrow hallway? A narrow dark corridor with lots of traps? Is it a one-lane street? A tunnel? My intuition, for example, looks like going down Route 66 from Barstow to Santa Fe. Wide open spaces wherever I look. So by now, because I have been working with this for a while, when intuition kisses me, I see Route 66. And then I know for certain that I just downloaded something. I will give you a couple of more seconds to find your intuition picture. The pictures in your mind can change. For a long time, my intuition looked like the Times Square. I was so fascinated by it when I visited New York in 2013 that this picture always popped up when I visualized what my intuition could look like, but that changed. Earlier I have talked about headspace, that the most common excuse for not finishing or not starting a creative project is that I don't have enough headspace. I do not believe that lie anymore. If you have the time to sit down with your laptop or your instrument or whatever you need for your creative flow, don't let yourself get distracted by the lie that ideas come from outside of you or you have to wait for your creative flow to come. Those ideas, that creative flow is already inside of you. I want to give you a little exercise that was inspired by my good friend and colleague Suze Klemm. When you sit down and the ideas are not pouring in, you have already decided that it will not work today. 
then you are operating from a place of lack. We have to get you out of that place of lack. If you are following my podcast, then you know that I love box breathing. So this exercise also starts with box breathing. For those of you who are new to 52 Weeks of Flow, I welcome you and I'm happy you found your way here. Please follow along. We start breathing in for three seconds. Hold the breath for three seconds. And exhale for three seconds. Holding the breath again for three seconds. And repeat. If you have a bigger lung capacity or are more advanced in this technique, you can raise the bar and do four, five, or six seconds. So please continue breathing in that pattern. Let's do some creative visualization. Imagine there is an elevator in front of you. If you easily get claustrophobic, there are no other people and the elevator can be as big as you need it to be. The sides can even be see-through. The elevator doors open and you step in. You feel warm and safe and it is a very pleasant room. There are no buttons. The only way to get this elevator moving is by raising your vibration. So when you're breathing in for three seconds, you're breathing in golden light. When you hold your breath, the light moves through your whole body. And when you breathe out, you breathe out everything that is not serving you. The elevator will move up one story. Breathe in again. And when you're breathing in, you're breathing in bright white light. When you hold your breath, the bright white light spreads out through your body as well and warms and heals your body. When you breathe out, you release all the dark matter that is in your way, that is blocking your flow. The elevator goes up another story. The next time you breathe in, you breathe in purple light. And that purple light smells so good that when you hold your breath, it lights you up from the inside. And when you breathe out, Everything that has been tight, that has been holding you down, is being released out of your body and you feel lighter. And this elevator goes up another story. The elevator doors open and what you see in front of you is a path. What does it look like? Is it just a white space? What does the floor look like? What is the texture of the floor? You're walking towards a door. What does the door look like? Is it a single door? Is it a double door? What color does it have? Are there any specific details? And when you open that door, what happens? What do you see? What is in front of you? What does the space inside look like? You enter the room and there's your desk 
with your laptop or there's your seat with your instrument. Whatever you need for the project you're working on right now is right there. And you take a look around the room and then you sit down and take a deep breath in and start. Don't let excuses or the lies that you can't right now hold you back. Turn on a recorder, pick up a pen, and then just let it flow out of you. For the next 10 to 15 minutes, just let it flow. Don't judge. Don't rectify. Just let it flow. Unleash your creativity. And when you're done, take a look around the room. Does it look different? Leave the room. Close the door. Say thank you. Show gratitude towards your creative headspace. Take a deep breath and come back in the here and now. Welcome back. You do not need to take the elevator down again because we don't want to lower your vibration again, right? Now you have established your creative headspace and whenever you have the time to sit down and work on your projects, but you feel a block, or even if you don't feel a block, open that creative headspace. Because in there, everything works a bit faster and is more flowy. And that's it. That's it for today. That's our show. Thank you for tuning in and going on the journey of discovering your creative headspace. My clients are raving about this exercise, especially the ones who think that they don't have time for such woo-woo. Practice that for a bit and let me know how it worked out for you. Write an email to bea at superwoman.coach, rate the show with five stars, or on Instagram, write us a cool review. If no one has told you today, I'm grateful for you. And remember, stay flowy, my friend.